Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling okay. I know you fell asleep during the classic baseball game last night. You're in full old man mode. Yeah, I missed everything. Yeah, I missed everything. Last night was like a great night for TV. And I you could have also fallen asleep, woken up, and still watched two hours of the game. Like, I saw people on Twitter doing that, and you couldn't even handle that. Yeah, no, I passed out for good at like 930 which sucks. I always make fun of the people who do that and complain about baseball games being too light. But like, it, it actually is especially insane that this game was on a Sunday and yet the game ended at like one in the morning. Like, so I think I saw somebody made the point on Twitter, and it's a good point. Like, baseball wonders why they have no young fans. This would have been a game that would have sucked in every single eight to ten year old, but none of them would be awake to see it. Yeah, I, that's that's not exactly a timely point. People have been making. There's no reason the game could have started at five or four in the afternoon. Right. If you stagger it against. Baseball, like, you know, you stagger it maybe the second the football games end at, like, 725 or something. That still would have ended really late. So maybe you do it at, like, 5 o'clock. You do one game at... Yeah. And also you'd get publicity from trying it once. Like, hey, game 5 next year is also going to be Sunday at 5. You get some publicity, like, hey. But at the end of the day, the com- you sell commercials for less money at 5 o'clock than you do for, uh, you know, a commercial at 830. So what was crazy is then you didn't watch the game you know that they ran out of commercials. Like, totally. You've never seen this before. Yeah. They they stopped going to break between half innings, which you've never seen before in your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but by the way, speaking of TV, last week we talked about uh, a Netflix comedy show, but we actually missed the uh, funniest comedy show of the year on Netflix, which is Big Mouth. And a couple people asked me why we have discussed that on the podcast. So I actually watched that. Oh, I haven't week. seen it yet. Have you seen it? I watched it this week. Uh, it's really, really good. It might be the best show All of right, the year. don't give me any more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it in the next week or two and... We'll get to it. We do our top 10 TV shows of the year. So that's only like six, seven weeks away. So uh, we'll talk about it then. We got to save it for that. Okay. It's, yeah, but it's on my list. It's on my list of things to uh, watch. Okay. All right. Did you watch uh, One of Us, the uh, the documentary on Netflix? No, I was kind of saving that when I was going to watch it with my wife. Okay. So we could discuss that in our uh, movie list that we do with Av also in about seven, eight weeks. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. Uh, anything else before we go to football? We were supposed to rank coaches this week. And I message you, and you're like, no, I thought quarterbacks. I'm like, no, we definitely said coaches. And then I went ahead and accidentally ranked quarterbacks. And you obviously have rankings for everything at all times. So yeah. we're going to do quarterbacks this week and co- coaches next week. Sure. Okay. Who's ranking should we do from 32 to 1? I don't care. What do you want to do? So I'll do mine, and you'll yell at mine. And then you'll also, you know, if you have tiers and stuff, you can give me your tiers as we go. Yeah, I have seven tiers. Well, I want to ask you, 
let's start off with this thesis. How many competent quarterbacks are there? Let's both at the same time on count of three, let's say our number and then we could argue. Okay. How many how many competent quarterbacks on there? All right. One, two, three. Twenty. Twenty. Ah. Oh, very good. <laughs> we probably have the same twenty. There's exactly so do you remember how many competent quarterbacks we had last year when we did this? No. It was twenty three. I think Cutler was twenty four. And and at the time we were you know it, we didn't realize how bad Cutler was like as last year's went went on we realized oh and also Aaron Rodgers and Carson Palmer were both injured so if they were healthy we'd be at twenty two right there are two competent quarterbacks that are injured um yeah right none none of the other no no Andrew Luck there's twenty three oh okay yeah that's true forgot about him totally injured so so maybe it's the so right it's not worse than last year and and, and Sam Bradford would make twenty four actually. Slash Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he was hurt last year, too, Teddy B. I don't remember if Bradford was... Yeah, well, but, 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 but Bradford... Yeah, he was probably right above Cutler in that, like, 22 yeah. slot last year. Anyway, but yeah, last year... But but the 24 through 32 last year seemed way more competent than the 24 through 32 this year. Well, it depends at what point of the year you're doing it, because, like, you're talking about rookies. Well, and hold on, I'm, I'm going to take a step back. The guys I have 22, 23, 24 on my list are all quarterbacks of winning teams. And, and and have been fine. It's right, but the bottom care. eight, the bottom eight, it's a joke to like, there are guys who are like 27. 27 is a winning team. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that exactly. Okay. So, we'll see. All right. So, all right, my 32 is the Sean Kaiser. I just think there are guys who've played less who might be worse, but he has cumulatively been the worst quarterback this year. Yeah, so what I'm going to say is when it comes to the, the rookies, and let's say by rookies we mean Hunley, uh, Bethard, Kaiser, and Trubisky, right? We're not mm-hmm. well, obviously and not yeah, Watson. Deshaun Watson's not playing like yeah. a rookie. We're not discussing him yet. Um, right. Those four guys who are the four guys I have at the bottom, we haven't seen enough of any yeah. of them really to know. So part of it, I'm going to go on pedigree. So the, I have Kaiser 30 because I just have him ahead of the two guys who were drafted much, much lower than him. Because it's like if, if you were drafted late sure. in the second or third day of the draft, then you know we haven't seen it. Yeah. And also to be you know you have no reason. Yeah, for and, and the two guys I have below him have shown nothing. Like have been terrible. So. Kaiser's been battles. Right. Uh, Kaiser, 52% completion percentage. His TD interception ratio is 3 to 11. Uh, I never liked him. I, I, you know, I, I always, at Notre Dame, I always thought he's a little bit of a head case also. He's going to, they're going to get the first pick in the draft. I mean, in theory, they could get the second because they're tied with the Niners now. And they're going to pick a quarterback one or two, probably. And he's going to be a nightmare guy to have as a backup. He's going to be an absolute nightmare. uh, I just want to point out, uh, Bethard's at 52, Hunley's at 52, and Trubisky's at 47. So, <laughs> yeah. 52 tied for first. No, listen, it's, these- yeah, it's ugly. So, yeah, Trub- I have Trubisky at 31, Hunley at 30, Bethard at 29. Is that a whole tier for you, those four guys? I have one more guy in that tier, which is Drew Stanton. Which we yeah, I, I have Stanton at 28. So, we basically have, we have all our guys same, in the, the and, and what's that tier called? That's Yeah, that's the tier of, well, look, the four rookies, it's hard. Look, Hunley, I have a 32, and that, you know, I, I obviously I had Rodgers at number one. So the Packers went from one to 32 very quickly, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I think what you can expect when you have your whole team built about Aaron Rodgers and you totally forget to put a backup behind him. Hunley and, and Beth. But listen, just, they've had bad backups. Like Matt Flynn, you know, I don't even think is in the league anymore. Well, he had seven touchdowns in that game, though. Right, but, uh, but yeah. like, they, they were able to con- – but the point is Matt Flynn is not, like, a good quarterback – but with their system, they were able to take the bad backups, like in the very rare instance that Rodgers would miss a game or miss some plays, and be, you know, uh, competent. Whereas, where I think maybe now... Let's that, give Hundley more of a chance. Hundley's played one yeah, of Yeah, no, no, no. I, by the way, I think Hundley, like, if I had to start Hundley or Bethard, who I have both them on my bench in, in our uh, legal leagues, like, I would start Hundley over Bethard next week for sure. Well, just he has more weapons. 
Right, yeah, I just think there's more upside there with Hunley. Um, yeah. yeah, so Stan 28. It's crazy that Stan's not 32 because Stan's never done anything to show you that he's better than any other quarterback. Yeah, and by the way, I think you're a little low on Trubisky. I mean, not that Trubisky's any good, but... Um, no, Trubisky's you know, completion percentage... Listen, he played in... 47. He, 47. Two, uh, he has two touchdowns, two interceptions, but, I mean, Glennon, with the same team, they have no weapons, but with the same team, Glennon was completing passes. You know, it's a, it's a it's a dink and dunk offense, and he can't even dink and dunk. Yeah, but they won games based on the yeah. 2001 Bears method of, like, ridiculous, yeah, well, unsustainable way, interceptions returned he, for touchdowns. He has, he has started four games, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's turned the ball over four times. He's lost two fumbles, he has two interceptions, which is one per game. Which is bad until remember that Bethard has played two games and has five turnovers, so that's more. And Kaiser has eleven, has thirteen turnovers, which is more. And Hunley has four turnovers and has played a game and a half. So he's actually. It seems like there's a lot of quarterbacks fumbling like crazy, and you almost have to factor. You know that that I don't know how much that gets factored in the QBR or anything like that, but you really have to factor. Well, it's it factored in. into the Chester quarterback yeah. breaking. Yeah, uh, like uh, you know, you got guys like Winston who can't hold onto the ball. Yeah. All right, so that's tier one. That's the total trash tier. At twenty-seven. I'm going to guess that you have Jacoby Brissett. I have Blake Boyles at 27. Yeah, no, Brissett is at the top of two tiers above from where we are right now. I'm a fan of Brissett. Wow. Okay, so Blake Boyles, is he... He's got no protection. Is he your 27 also, Bortles? No, so Bortles is in the next tier, but he's ahead of the next two. uh, He's ahead of two guys. You're punishing punishing Matt Moore for one bad game. No, Matt Moore's not on this list. He's not a star quarterback. Oh, so you have Collar. I have Moore. Okay, we agree to disagree. Whatever, they're both terrible. Uh, no, I have more ahead of Brissett and Bortles. At Bortles, I have more at twenty-five. I have Bortles at twenty-seven. Brissett at twenty-six. Well, no, next should be next should be Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has been the worst quarterback in the NFL, other than the four rookies. I, I mean, do you talk about no weapons? They have no weapons too. The, what, they have Mike Wallace. They have Flacco's been bad. Listen, I'm not high on Flacco. I have him at twenty-three. I'm not giving Flacco any any real love at 23 above these guys. But if you needed one game for your life, to, if your life depended on it, you're going to pick Flacco over Bortles. No question. No. Based on a career performance or based on where they are right now? Right now, today. You're going to pick right 2017 today, Joe Flacco. Right now, today. Look, I have him in the same tier. It's not a huge distinction. But Bortles has been mm-hmm. much, much, much better than Flacco. And Bortles, by the way, also lost his number one receiver for the year in week one. Mm-hmm. Listen, Flacco has no weapons. They're throwing short passes, which, by the way, he's completing. What weapons does Bortles have? His number one receiver is Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee would be the Ravens' number one receiver, too. But I don't know. Marquise Lee is a default. By the way, I do like D.D. Westbrook. I feel like D.D. Westbrook, who looked great in the preseason, coming back yeah. in a week or two, and he, he might spice it that offense. Bortles too. has twice as many touchdowns as interceptions. Flacco has twice as many interceptions as touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, but I mean, Bortles has Fournette if you're talking about weapons and Flacco. Okay, well, I mean, Baltimore's had a decent running game, actually. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, but Alex Collins is a guy who got cut by the Seahawks who so don't have a running back. Well, the Seahawks have cut a lot of guys who went, uh, speaking, in fact, who went to Baltimore and had Justin Forsett, who was cut by Seattle and then had a great career in Baltimore for a couple of years also. Uh, all right, so I have Bortles 27, Brissett 26, Moore 25, Keenum 24. Where do you have Keenum? I have Keenum 24, but he's definitely a tier above those guys. And that's I agree. I, I would I would take Keenum just based on this year. My problem, it, my the reason why I don't have Keenum above Flacco. He's a top ten quarterback this year. Yeah, QBR. Is Here's the thing. Congratu- you know, kudos to the Vikings because everyone says, oh, they're on their backup. No, they're on their third string. You know, Bradford is the backup and Teddy B is the starter. And a lot of teams in the NFL don't even carry a third stringer. And you're ca- you have Keenum who was inept last year for the Rams. Uh, you know, basically, like you say, you know, impersonating an above-average quarterback, and and basically with his with his number one receiver missing uh, th- two of the last three games, with his number one running back out for the year. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, Zimmer hasn't gotten any buzz for coach of the year, but he's done an amazing job. And I do think at a certain point, it's like Bridgewater was completing 80,000% of his passes before he got hurt. And Bradford, you know, also looked better Literally than he ever had. The NFL record last year. Yeah, and, and, and now Keenum. So at a certain point, you have to say, oh, is it a little bit of the system, which is probably why I punished Keenum well, but here's the thing. So if you remember in the preseason on the Vikings uh, podcast, I said they were going to start the season 6-2 and two and finish 9-7. and seven. I said they had to be a minimum of 6-2 and two before their uh, – before their break to have a chance at the playoffs because their second half of their schedule is so much harder than expected. Now, they went 6-2, and two, not exactly as I expected because, you know, I thought they'd beat Detroit and lose to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're 6-2, and two, and everybody's just locking them into a playoff spot. But I still don't think – I think 9-7 and seven is probably their most realistic outcome unless – now, the big question is who comes back at quarterback? Well, but now they have Green Bay without Rodgers again, right? That's a little bit of a difference. Okay, but, you know, you, 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 so that might be an argument why 9-7 and seven can win the division. But I don't think they're going to be better right. than 9-7. and seven. I mean, they still have a Well, the Lions will get to 9-7. and seven, So I agree, like, to be sure to win, you know, well, you no, want to win I think the division. Li- I think the Bears have a better chance than the Lions. I mean, I, I've been down Of getting to 9-7? and seven? Well, no, I, I would say probably the Lions will end up 7-9, and the Bears will end up 7-9 else. Well, the Bears, how many games do you have left with the Bears? One? The Vikings are playing the Bears, yeah, in Week 17 at home. Right, so that's a harder game than you thought. Uh, well, here's you the know, thing. Well, no, I mean, ago. this is the thing is, so the Vikings really. I'm looking at their schedule. Their eight games remaining. There's only two games that where they will be favored by, let's say, more than four or five points. They only have two safe games, which is that Bears mm-hmm. game and then the Bengals at home. You know, the yeah. next the next four weeks they're playing playoff games or five weeks. Excuse me, they're playing playoff teams in four of the five around the road. It's at Washington, at Detroit, at Atlanta, at Carolina. Those are all tough. Yeah. But I will say, and I'm sure you'll agree, uh, there are very few teams in the NFL that a team with your defense like has no chance of beating. Like you might have a 42% chance of beating them, but like you're going to be in all four of those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to get blown out. But um, no. I, the, the big question for the Vikings is who's coming back at quarterback? Because again, Keenum's been fine, but in the last three games, they've had three games in a row where they blew out the other team essentially, but the score was closer. They only won by 13, eight, and 17 because they kicked a million field goals. Now it's been great if you have Kai Forbath on your fantasy team. Because he's uh, is, he, is he leading the league in scoring? I would guess he is. Actually. Well, we don't. I, I play in one league with kickers. We both are anti-kicker leagues, yeah. and my, I didn't have a single skill position player go over six points. Yeah, I mean it's not a, it's not a PPR league. Think about that. Yeah. Not one six. I my leading scorer was uh, Josh Doxson, who touched the ball once for one yard, but it was a touchdown. Yeah. Six point one points was my Doxson. leading scorer, but I had eighteen points from your kicker. And I got points from a quarterback and the stupid defense that we play with to the point where if Juju Smith-Schuster didn't have a monster game, I would have easily won the week. But I, I, uh, I'm i going to end up losing by a couple points because I lost to Juju without a single guy having more than six points. Kai Forbath is tied with Greg Deleg Zerline for uh, the most uh, field goals in the league. And so, yeah, so anyways, it's a little bit frustrating as a Vikings fan that they're settling for these field goals every possession. And hopefully if Bradford or Teddy or somebody comes back after the bye, hopefully they can finish off mm-hmm. those tribes a little bit. Um, yeah, so anyway, so I have Keenum at 24. Uh, yeah, yeah and then Fla- I have Flacco 23. You had him at 27, I think. Yeah. 26. So, so here's one thing. So I also, one of my columns is where they rank in Chester QBR so far this season. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Keenum is the first guy where there's a big gap between his Chester QBR and his ranking because his Chester QBR is number 11. But, you know, obviously right. we don't think that's who he is. So. No, it's unsustainable and yeah. it's, it's system-based. Yeah. All right, so then at 22, I think we're going to have the same guy. At 22, I have Trevor Simeon. I have him at 22 also. He yeah. was very good the first two weeks. He's been terrible since then. Yeah, I, and, and that's also why, like any any quarterback, I'm has I would err on you know any rookie quarterback or very young quarterback, I would err on the side of, hey, you know, once the league goes through him once, you know, similar to like a starting pitcher in baseball. Like I, I am curious to see like what 
sort of adjustments the league will eventually make towards Deshaun Watson. Clearly, the Seahawks, who had no idea what to do with him, but like they, they had an idea, they just couldn't do it because he's too good. You know, like looking at Earl Thomas, sort of like uh, you know eyeing him down and, and having that pick six. Obviously, most of the day they had no success with him. Um, but anyway, with Simeon, I agree. It's like they sort of figured him out this year, uh, and he's really regressed. They have a lot of skill position talent. You know, people for, like if Demarius Thomas, if you if you flipped him with Jordy Nelson or somebody, like Demarius Thomas would be a you know a top three or four receiver in the league yeah, every he year. He was that with Peyton. I mean, he was even good yeah. with with, uh, with uh, Tim Tebow throwing him. He he was one who had the yeah. His physical skills are are you know yeah. there are almost nobody who has them. Yeah, but, very uh, bad. Simeon has made them look bad. They have a competent running game. They have a decent offensive line. So I almost think, like, you can't be... I mean, Osweiler would be worse than Simeon, which is why he has the job, and Lynch, I don't know if he's unhealth, if he's not healthy or if he just thinks, but it doesn't seem like he's in danger of losing the job, but it's kind of crazy that they're sort of, like, punting a season with such a good defense with with Simeon, yeah. who sadly is a starting quarterback for my team in League of Leagues. Uh, yeah, so Simeon's obvious 22, and then I think we'll both have the same 21, who's Josh McCown. Well, no, I have Brissett at 21. But I've oh, Josh okay, Mc- fine. So where do you have McCown, McCown 23. 23? Yeah, but we have, okay. we have that same tier. And McCown also is a guy like Keenum who's a big in, – in Chester QBR, he's number 14 right now. McCown's been yeah. very good for you guys. If you look at if if you look at um, the Jets receivers and sort of like – every other than Robbie Anderson who goes deep every play, uh, Curley caught the first 21 passes thrown to him this year, which is crazy. Uh, Jermaine Curse is catching everything thrown to him. Safarian Jenkins is catching. These are guys who got cut or traded, yeah. you know, who weren't going to make teams. Yeah. All three of those guys, basically. And he's a, with those three guys, he is you know, he has turned into. Like, so is it a, unfair for us that we're putting McCown this low? No, I, I just think like I mean, him and Keenum have the stink of career backups. But you know what? McCown is he had that year in Chicago. Yeah. And now he's having another year. And as you said, he's got no weapons around him. I just wonder if I, I wonder if he's collapsing in the fourth quarter. He's thirty eight. Like we're used to Breeze and Brady like being super old and playing well. I do wonder if his body is like breaking down a little bit. And if you're the Jets, and I say you a sad stat before, which is the Jets have a point oh one percent chance of making the playoffs and a point oh one percent chance of what I thought was their goal this year of having the number one draft pick, which obviously seems impossible with three wins. At this point, if you have three wins, you have to be dreaming about the third draft pick because the Browns and the Niners are going to be tough to reach, and uh, you know I don't I don't know how many more games the Colts are going to win win either. Uh, I, I like if you lose on Thursday night, I'm going to be at that game, the Jets Bills game. Do you go then to Bryce Petty or one of the young guys at three and six because the season's over at three and six, and then you could lose with dignity. You you'd but the season was over from the beginning. I know, but you can't justify pulling McCown when you're three and four, and he's you know he's got a hundred quarterback rating. But you but, but but you can pull him at three and six with a hundred quarterback ranking. Yeah, at three and six, like okay, you know we've been losing too much. Let's see what the young guys. Yeah, have. I mean I don't know. I mean this is a team who wanted to go in sixteen. So by that, why were they ever playing McCown? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, all right, so number twenty. I don't think they thought he was good. Honestly, in, in hindsight, they should have signed Hoyer or traded for Cutler. That would you know gotten Cutler. Um, all right, number twenty. I have Jameis Winston. This is a, this is the tier of competent quarterbacks. Although he's barely been competent, he certainly wasn't competent yesterday. Yeah, so I have him at number eighteen. Uh, for what it's worth, he's he's number seventeen mm-hmm. in uh, in Chester quarterback ranking. He's he makes one or two terrible decisions a game, but he's still there's two guys who I have. I, yesterday he made like seven terrible yeah. decisions. Uh, you know it it blows my, that game boggled my mind in, in all respects. The fact that Carolina couldn't score against Tampa, who has a bottom five defense, made no sense. The fact that Tampa literally couldn't score against Carolina uh, was difficult to understand. So, yeah, that was a very odd game. But to me, you skipped number 20 to me, who's obvious. And he's actually number 20 in Chester QBR this year, which, congratulations, the highest he's been in three years, and that's Eli Manning. So Eli's having uh, one of the best years of his career, and he's the 20th best quarterback. Yeah, well, that, you're a notorious Eli hater. I moved Eli all the way up. I have him all the way at number 12 this year. <laughs> and and 
Because Eli has been the 12th oh, best he quarterback. He, he, has, uh, he has nobody left, and he's playing well. You just said it. You said it yourself. He's yes, playing well. Uh, statistically, I, I was he being no team because he's been the 20th best quarterback statistically, which is well for him because he's been worse than that the last couple of years. Listen, his last four games, he has one turnover. He's, he's th- Okay, hold on. Hold on. He has 6.2 yards per attempt. The only quarterbacks worse than that in the entire league are Joe Flacco and the three rookies. He's, Even Mitchell Trubisky is higher he's than that. Missing, he's missing his entire team. Well, for the last couple games, he had them for the first four games, and he was actually worse then. He's been better the last couple. No, of weeks. he was fine against the Eagles when he had everybody. He was he was good against the Bucks when he had everybody. He was atrocious against the Cowboys in Week One, and the Cowboys defense. Yeah, he was bad against the Cowboys Week One. Uh, to yeah. me, I'm giving Eli an achievement award because he has been shockingly competent this year. It's like you said, it's no, one of his better years in recent times. Look, he's been better than Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. but Roethlisberger's another guy. All right, so we, I, I, Winston 20, I have Andy Dalton actually all the way down at 19, because to me, Dalton is doing nothing with something. They have three competent running backs, they have a bunch of competent you know, receivers, and, and he's just been total trash, Dalton. Well, okay, so week one, obviously, when he had negative seven fantasy points or whatever it was, he was so abysmally horrible that it's put a. St- it's sort of like a guy. Uh, it's sort of like Byron Buxton, who starts the season four for forty nine. So his numbers, he's going to be catching up the whole year. His batting average is going to be low all season, even if he's been really good. But so Andy Dalton, if you take out Week One, has been typical Andy Dalton. He's been about the tenth best quarterback in the league. Yeah, but now look at who he's put up his numbers so against. Terrible in that one. He had game. he had a four touchdown game where he had only five incompletions against the Browns, and then yesterday he's very good against the, the Colts. Browns have, hold on, but the Browns have a top ten defense. The Browns have a very good defense, actually. Yeah, it's the best. It's great. I mean, their defense is not the problem. Their problem is Deshaun. Kassel. Look at he—he he was he wasn't good against the Bills. He was atrocious against the Steelers. The Bills. The Bills. What about Derek Carr? What did he do against the Bills? Well, Derek Carr's had four or five games like that this year, right? Yeah. Well, what did Josh McCown do? I mean, the Bills have been very good this year. Their the defense Bills are good. The, the Bills are good. Yeah. The Bills are five and two, and the Bills are making the playoffs. Put that in the books. Well, they started five and two before, and so they have made yeah. the playoffs this millennium. So let's hold on. All right. So Dalton nineteen. I was. The hardest guy on earth on my number 18 well, I, last hold on. year. So I have, I have Dalton 15, and okay. this is where it's very important, because to me, I slotted in, in between 18 and 19, uh, a gentleman by the name of Colin Kaepernick. So Colin Kaepernick, to me, is there are 18 starting NFL quarterbacks better than him. So mm-hmm. there are 14 teams who, uh, you know, should be... Now, the, uh, some of those teams would not be playing him for either their starting rookies or... Right, or, you, you know, wouldn't play Kaepernick over Winston. You wouldn't even consider it. Well, I have Winston at 18. I have Winston okay. just ahead of Kaepernick. You wouldn't play him ahead of Dalton. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't play him... Well, I have, and I have Dalton at 15. You wouldn't so play him ahead of Eli, just realistically. Like, those teams would never consider playing him. Just, yeah, just given the Giants. Yeah, and I wouldn't... Yeah, but I, I but I would rather have Kaepernick if I was the Broncos, the Jets, the Vikings, for sure, uh, the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Ravens. Uh, although, again, they won a Super Bowl with Flacco, so they probably can't. The Cardinals, 100% for sure. And then I guess the four teams with rookies now. Well, the, and the Packers, because Hanley's not a rookie they want to develop. So all of those teams have no excuse not to have Kaepernick. Well, yeah. I mean, no excuse based on on-the-field performance, obviously. Yeah, okay, so who do you have next? So I have Winston at 18, by the way. We- so Okay, so Winston, 20. Dalton, 19. I have Jared Goff at 18. I was the hardest guy on earth last year on Jared Goff. Uh, my my slight warning flag still are he's under sixty percent completion percentage, which to me is always a big red flag. Nobody's good who, who who's under sixty percent ever, except for maybe like a super good running quarterback who like in addition you know like a Cam, who's by the way Cam's at sixty three this year. Uh, but Goff uh, hasn't gotten Watkins involved. He has a you know a wizard as a coach. So if you sort of wanted a nitpick, you could you could sort of argue against him. But he has been really good without spectacular talent around him also. 
So I think uh, I think eighteen. Well, is- spectacular tech. Uh, don't they pay more for wide receivers than any team in the league? Yeah, but they don't have good wide receivers. They don't. They don't. I don't think they. Uh, you know, well, Sammy Watkins is supposed to be good. They paid a lot for Robert Woods and for Taylor Austin. I think most of the good teams would not take Watkins and Woods and and Austin over their top three. I just I, I agree that they pay a lot of money for them. I don't I don't disagree with you about Goff. I have Goff at nineteen, mm-hmm. so I have him about the same spot. I have him just below Kaepernick. But his ceiling is infinitely higher than we thought it was a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing, as you said, his completion percentage is not great, um, is, you know, the only people who are below 60% in the entire league are Blake Bortles. But this is his first the, real season. Like, four. he wasn't supposed to start last yeah, year. Yeah, okay. So his the only people with worst completion percentage are the four rookies and Blake Bortles. And I think, and I, adjusted interceptions, I don't think they come out for that until the end of the year. You know how um, how every year Football Outsiders does that? Mm-hmm. So, but anecdotally, it seems like in the little Rams I've seen, I think I've seen two or three drop picks from him. So he might be getting a little mm-hmm. luck there. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, okay, so 17, I have Mariota, who is really, along with Winston, I'm not down on them long term, but I, I just, you thought they take the late leap this year. Obviously, win, uh, you know, with Mariota, part of it was health-related this year, but that's a skill, right? RG3 was never able to stay healthy. Um, you know, Kaepernick clearly was not as explosive by the end of his career as he was the first two years. I, You know, the running quarterbacks will break down eventually. Hopefully, that doesn't happen to Cam also. Well, hold on a second. So, Mari- Mariota, I think you're very low on him. And just, statistically, he's been the ninth best quarterback this year. And that's mm-hmm. in spite of the fact, by the way, that he only has four touchdowns and four interceptions. Four so, touchdowns, four interceptions. Yeah. So, uh, and and if you want to go by weapons, it, like like a lot of the guys we've discussed so, so far, not a lot of weapons, especially at the receiver position. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a good tight end. Good tight end and good running backs, but yeah. nothing, nothing um, going on. So, yeah, I have him at 13. I have him at the very top of this tier. And this is the tier that goes from Marcus Mariota at 13 to Eli Manning at 20. And these are all... You know, decent quarterbacks with a flaw, and Colin Kaepernick's in that list as well. Um, his flaw being racism. <laughs> but Mariota's ceiling is is still really high. Like yeah, I still, that, I that's oh, why I have him at the very top of the, at this of this category because I had him mm-hmm. had him number twelve coming into the year. I moved him down one spot, even though his performance has been number nine. So his his performance has actually been really good. Uh, you know, part of it is you know as we said, he's but he only what did he do? He missed one game. They're four and two. He's in the six games he's played. So. Yeah, um, I, I have. I, there's. I, to me, he's right now. He basically is a better running, slightly uh, worse passing version of Tyrod, who I have at 16. And you could certainly make a case Tyrod should be a lot harder than 16. Where do you have Tyrod? I have Ty- so Tyrod is the guy who every year it's impossible to rank because every year statistically he's like they don't pass enough. Well, it doesn't matter. He gets it done. The bottom line is he gets it done. Yeah, he gets it done. That they're a running team. He is essentially like a game manager. Uh, and you know he, he's he's never he he never sort of looks bad, but you almost wonder if they had to throw the ball forty two times a game, like they probably will in a playoff game. Can he do it? I think he can, but it's it's you know it's weird we see so little. Well, anyhow, I have uh, I have him at number sixteen, which and, and by the way, this is another example of a guy who I've moved down since the preseason, even though all he's done is perform. I had him fourteen in the preseason, and statistically, he's been the tenth best quarterback in the league this year. He has only uh, two interceptions, mm-hmm. which the only people with fewer interceptions of guys who play the whole year, is, the only guy is Alex Smith, actually. Well, he never throws interceptions. Yeah, yeah he, he never turns the ball zeros. over. Yeah, and that's been true year after year, it, you know, which is why the numbers really like him. And um, and he doesn't run that much, honestly. He has what? Yeah. He doesn't run that much. And, he's, and like, uh, the truth is, last year he did he ran for 580 yards Carson on over six carries, but it looks more like times that's times for more yards than he has, so. Yeah. 
No, it looks like it's stopping, which it should when you're 28, 29, you're in your seventh year in the league. Carson Wentz is actually running two fewer He's at four per carry, and I I do think, like, it's... The threat should be there, but I I do think you should run twice. So I have Tyra Taylor at 16 just because... Tyra Taylor is almost like a different version of Alex Smith in that you can win with him if you have a good team around him, but he's not a yeah. guy, as you said. I don't think he's going to lead a team in the playoffs. But he, right, if, you, if, he, if he was on the 49ers, they would go 3-13 and 13 with him. Yeah. Uh, and I have a guy, I think you have him lower. You haven't said where you have him yet, but I have Roethlisberger at 15. Wow. Last year, you had Roethlisberger at like 2 or 3. Where do you have him, at, at 19? No, I have Roethlisberger at 9. Yeah. No, I, I just think, I, I, I think you see... With Eli, Roethlisberger, and Rivers, it's kind of sad. This is the first year that I've seen real decline out of them. Roethlisberger, 21 statistically. He is, uh, he's turned the ball over a ton. He has you know, 10 touchdowns, 10 turnovers. 10-9. to nine. Again, the best running back yeah. and the best receiver in the NFL. Like, yeah. he, he should be putting up cartoon no, oh, numbers. Oh, I agree. You I know, agree with you. Martavis Bryant didn't do anything, and then they just put in another guy, and he becomes like another superstar, which the Steelers seem to find a receiver out of their ears. But the problem is, and, and now I'm turning into like the stereotype of the guy I hate, but the problem is like, who do you trust? Like, you know, you get the reason I have Roethlisberger 9 is because it gets really bad really fast. It does get bad. But I, I, I mean... He breaks down. You met 15. There's 14 guys you'd rather have than Ben Roethlisberger for the rest of the season. Um, you'd rather have Kirk Cousins. You'd rather have Alex Smith. Yeah, I mean he's he's in the he's in the same tier as everyone through 11 to me. To me, 11, 11 through okay, so 17 is tier, a tier for my me. My tier is five. So I have Ro- I have Rivers at 14. Oh, I have Rivers at 17. I have Rivers at 14. Yeah, I just think is this is we've seen we've seen a clear slip. But every from year Phillip Rivers is good the first half of the year and bad the second half of the year. He does that every year, and so this uh. year. Well, he's not. I mean, sixty percent completion for him is garbage because yeah. he's a, he's a guy who's in the yeah. high six usually. You can see he's got good receivers. Keenan Allen's doing nothing, even though he's healthy. Uh, you know, Gates is finally shot. I I do think he's number fifteen I, I, for I me in Chester like, quarterback ranking. And again, he's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, next guy's tough to rate. His numbers are actually really good, especially he hasn't really turned the ball over. His yards per attempt are sensational, but I still don't totally buy it. And that's Cousins. I have him at thirteen. Where do you have Kirk? I have Cousins? him at twelve. I have him at the very bottom of the tier from five to twelve, which is the like the potential Pro Bowler type category. I'm, he's completing. It's a they're a weird team to watch. You know, I saw the whole game yesterday. He he's completing passes, sixty eight percent clip, not throwing picks, and again throwing the ball for you know eight yards per attempt, which is a crazy number. Yeah, fourth in the league. He has he has, in the, like. In pra- in theory, they have receivers, right? Like the the between Pryor, Doxon, who definitely has ability, uh, Grant and Crowder. Hold on, Pryor's their number. Pryor, by the way, can we talk about that in fantasy in our in our league of leagues first? Ter- Terrell Pryor, who his coach openly said that he no longer will play anymore. Yeah, that he dropped. He's their he's their number five receiver, and some guy in our fantasy league traded Danny Amendola and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. for Terrell Pryor. Well, he was just looking for a guy to play that week. He he told me that he wanted. Um, but he's unplayable. Yeah, he, and, and he put up a zero. He he doesn't. He his coach openly said Josh Dotson plays ahead of him now as the third. But, but the guy who did that is punting this year and is playing for next year. So maybe maybe Pryor gets dealt and he's Pryor's fully keepable in our league. But there's literally we needed two receivers uh, yes. this week because of buys and injuries. The waiver wire in our league is good because it's a keeper league. So there's a lot of IR type stash. So guys. I went through. I found like twelve potential guys for the week. I emailed them to my coach. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I picked up? Juju Smith-Schuster, who had 29 points. Yeah, man, you got so you was, got two. You have McCown and Schuster as your whole team right now, and you play. Yeah, it well. makes but it makes no sense to trade anybody. Yeah, uh, for a wide receiver prior. four. Yeah, drop anybody and pick. Yeah, it was it was a mind-bogglingly terrible trade. Yeah, no, there are good guys on the bench. That's a that's not it's a very shallow league. There's a lot yeah, of good. It guys was on an the atrocious bench. trade, but you know what? The bottom of this league is making atrocious decisions left and right. So. 
don't, don't, don't want to shame anybody publicly. No, but it, to, hit, to, to the person's defense, he wanted uh, to play. He didn't want to have an empty roster spot. He said it wasn't fair to the integrity of the league, so he had to make a trade. No, I agreed. So you drop your worst player, which is first of all, why did he? Why didn't he play Amendola though? He's a receiver. Uh, I I think he traded. Well, Amendola was at the at the point if he traded him was was not necessarily playing yesterday. Okay, so then drop Amendola and pick up again. Terrell Pryor is unownable in this league, and you traded a wide receiver and a starting running back for a worse wide receiver. I don't I don't know what Amendola did yesterday. Did he have a zero? I imagine he must have had at least one catch. So, yeah, unplayable. Uh, the only thing I can think is that he hasn't checked fan- football since middle of last year, and he thinks Terrell Pryor is still good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Terrell Pryor is uh, very, very bad. All right, what's next? So I have Kirk Cousins at number 12. And, and again, to me... He- yeah, Cousins 13, and Eli 12. I already I already said Eli. So now the, yeah. the end of that... So to t- me, that's the end of that tier. The t- I have yeah. one more guy in that tier, and I have Cam at 11. I, he's just too frustrating week to week. I need to see more consistency. Where do you have Cam? Uh, well, is it a concern that he's tied with Deshaun Kaiser for the most interceptions in the league? It's a, a, it's a big concern. I, I, You know, he does have receivers. Like, Benjamin is actually playing well. Funches. Funches is a competent receiver. He doesn't have Greg Olson. Uh, th- it's a weird team, right? Stewart and McCaffrey. Have you seen McCaffrey's rushing numbers? Yeah, they're very bad. I mean, every week he's like four carries, one yard. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. He's like Darren Sproles. They, yeah, but you don't pick Darren Sproles like eight or nine in the draft. Like that, that's well, I think like, they're better because you, like, invested in him heavy in fantasy. I know. But he, for fantasy, he's been fine because he's getting all these receptions. He's competent because he catches so many passes. Yeah. In a full PPR league, he's actually a good player. Yeah. Um, we play a half-point PPR. Yeah, but also, no, you, know, look, you got to give credit. Uh, Cam does have 250 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, yesterday was a step in the right direction. But I, it, to have, in 2017, they have more interceptions than touchdowns. Yesterday. And Tampa, remember, do you remember what Case Keenum did to Tampa's defense? Yeah. Tampa's defense is so bad. So where where do you have Newton? You didn't say. I have Cam, I have middle eleven. I have you Cam have him number at. ten. Last year, I, excuse me, in the preseason, okay. I had him at six. So I moved him down. Statistically, he's number nineteen. But um, he's sort of like Roethlisberger, who I have at nine. In that, at least we've seen them do it before. Mm-hmm. And there's not that many guys you can say that for. I mean, there's really there's really only there's only four good quarterbacks this year. It's a problem for the league. Yeah, it no, it is a problem. Um, <laughs> I, again, Ro- we would have ranked you know our our number two or three or maybe one and three if you want to say Rodgers is one. Are not playing, so it's you know it's a yeah. fixable problem. Rodgers and Luck come back next year. You, all of a sudden, you have some depth. Um, at number ten, I have I have well, Derek. I, I Carr. never had luck. I had luck at number nine, but yeah. Okay, I'm a luck guy. Uh, at 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 uh, number ten, I have Derek Carr. Uh, he's had some incredible games this year and some absolutely atrocious games. It looks like he's taking well, he a had one good step game. back. Yeah, the game against the Chiefs. That's the only game he's been good. No, I think week one he was really good too. If I'm oh, in Tennessee, yeah, that's true. That was so long ago. Uh, I have him at number seven. And I had him at eight in the preseason. And basically, if you move up on spot, that means Aaron Rodgers is dead. So he hasn't really moved since the preseason, uh, which it just – and again, this is not because of anything good he's done because I think he's uh, – He was amazing against the Jets also. Yeah. Uh, three touchdowns, five incompletions. He, he's worse than I thought he was. It's just that mm-hmm. – and remember remember how bad I, low I was on him as a rookie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was awful. Sort of like he golf. was Goff-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was our Goff two yeah. years ago. But then, yeah, but then, but then, yeah, but then, but then he totally proved me wrong last year. And now he's sort of regressed a little bit where – but again, he's the seventh-best quarterback because who else is there? There's really nobody. I mean, 7, 8, 9, 10, I have Carr, Stafford, Roethlisberger, and Cam Newton. And none of, th- none of them have had good seasons. He's only 26. That's younger than basically anybody we've, we've, we've talked about who's decent. Carr, so Stafford, Roethlisberger, Newton, all four of them have had bad seasons, and I have them 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. I, it's slightly concerning. He's got good receivers. He's got a good line. Uh, I don't want to say he has good running backs, but they run the ball a little bit. Well, he has the second-best offensive line of football. Yeah. Also. Uh, I have Dak at 9. I just think like what? Where do you have Dak? I have him at four. No, and statistically he's three. By the way, I just think they have such a good team. They still have an amazing offensive yeah. line. They still have a ludicrous running game that you need to respect. So Dak is just like a much better version of Tyrod right now. Well, but he's he's much better. Okay, he's third in the league in touchdowns, and he only has four what? receptions. Like, 
I want to see like that actually. He's fifth in the mm-hmm. league in, in, in traditional rating, but that oh no seventh. But that doesn't include the fact yards per attempt weak. Completion percentage is pretty average. I just again, and obviously he's 24. He has a, a tremendous room. Look, he never gets sacked, and part of that has to do with his team, but also part of it has to do with the fact that he's a good runner. He has 170 yards and three touchdowns running. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott has really impressed me. Look, last year I said that he was, you know, after Otto Graham, the greatest rookie quarterback in NFL history. He's in every way he's been much worse than last year. I mean, that's just not true. His right now his Chester QBR is 98.4, which is third in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. He last year he completed he's five percent lower in pass completions. He's over a full yard lower per attempt. Uh, he's already thrown as many interceptions as okay, last, last year. year. I mean, maybe you maybe you value fumbles heavily where he fumbled a lot. He's last year he was third in the league with a ninety nine point eight Chester QBR. This year he's third in the league with a ninety eight point four Chester QBR. So he's basically been just as good as last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should tweak Chester QBR and not my yeah. opinion. He, okay, he's gone down one point, but he's still third in the league, and he's done it two years in a row. All right. So and, to me, to me, and, there's only. Yeah. There's Brady, and then there's a gap, and then there's three guys, and then there's a gap, and Dak is in that three guys. Okay, so I have him in tier Dak, two. Dak can win a Super Bowl for you. With Yeah, oh yeah, oh definitely. Uh, listen, there's 20 yeah. teams right now that can win a Super Bowl probably. Um, yeah, but there's only four quarterbacks in this league who who will win the Super Bowl for you, and Dak is one of those four to me right now. Is Deshaun Watson one of them? I have him at number eight. No, I have him at 11. He's the biggest jumper since uh, the preseason. I had him at 27 before the season started. Yeah. You know, obviously, he's been incredible in every single way. He's fourth, by the way, statistically, uh, one spot behind uh, Dak. By the way, if somebody wanted to say he's three or four right now, I don't, you couldn't really argue. Yes, yeah, like statistically, statistically, he's four right now. Well, but he also had three t- interceptions. He's right. 22 years old. Yeah, he had three interceptions yesterday, He's tw- which is a little bit of a concern. He's 22 years old. Look, I have him 11, and it's only because he's 22 years old. And he started the year he's 21. Yeah, he's he's really, really good. Like, um, I do think he'll get exposed a little bit as the season goes on, but obviously he'll he'll keep better. Better. He has thrown eight interceptions. So I, I would I would compare him to Dak. Dak last coming into this year, I had Dak ten. And why did I have Dak ten? Even though he was third at the end of last year, mm-hmm. because I wanted to see him do it again. Because he was a rookie, I wanted to see him prove it, and he proved it. And now he's four. Yeah. So I have Deshaun eleven. And if he does this for the rest of the season, then you know he'll be four by the end of the year. Yeah. Completion percentage is already respectable for a rookie at sixty one point eight. Well, I mean that's not good though. That's well below. The it's average. yeah, but but start at sixty one. Nobody starts at sixty seven. You don't become Breeze in your first. And talk about weapons. He's got great weapons. Got Dondre, weapons. We forgot how good DeAndre Hopkins was because Brock Osweiler is like would literally be thirty. Yeah. I, I built my fantasy around him last year. He was not Brock good. Osweiler is worse than anyone on this list. Like yeah. he would be thirty three. By the way, Bill if, Barnwell made the point. Like one of the arguments against Kaepernick is, oh, you can't have your backup be a different style of quarterback than your starters, and you'd have to change the offense. Yeah. And as Barnwell pointed out, Houston has completely changed <laughs> yeah, their from offense from Savage to Osweiler. In two weeks, they basically yeah. became like a superstar team. I yeah. uh, listen. The Houston Texans, without their best player, or maybe now Watson's their best player, but without JJ Watt, can win the Super Bowl this year. I don't know. I, I don't. Th- the team I saw yesterday in the AFC, where you're just gonna—I mean, listen, it'll be hard, but you're gonna have to play two shootouts. Probably against you know some combination of the Patriots, Chiefs, and Steelers, and they're going to be they're going to be coin toss games. First of all, they have to make the playoffs. I don't, I, they're not going to make the playoffs. So that's you don't think Houston's going to make the playoffs? Like I'm not buy, like Bortles is going to have so many games down the stretch where he Bortles himself. Okay, Tennessee is going to probably finish with ten or eleven wins. That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, can Mariota even play the rest of the season? He's missed one game without getting let's, hurt. Let's not like I don't know. I, I just to me Houston is. Uh, let you let can we go through Houston's schedule quickly? Yeah, let's let's do it. All okay. right, dog. All right. <laughs> okay, so right now they're three. And, and what's four. the record right now? They're three and four, right? That's not great. Yeah. They're under five hundred. Okay, this week they, they really needed that game so much more than Seattle. Yeah. Did. Okay, I feel this bad. week they play the Colts. That's a win. Four and four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, week ten they fa- they go at the Rams. I think that's a loss. Okay. Yeah, that's four probably a loss. All right. Uh, week eleven they're hosting the Cardinals. That's a win. Five and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, week twelve. This is a tough one. They're playing Monday night against Baltimore. 
Now you think Baltimore stinks, <laughs> but they just beat the Dolphins forty to nothing. No, I, I I thought Baltimore stinks, but I have to adjust them to a bad team that has a very good defense. All right, so it's it's hard to predict, but in Baltimore, I, I say that's a yeah. Loss. I'm, I'll, I would have that as a win at home and a loss on the road. Okay, so five and six. Then the next week they're going at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think that's a loss. They're five and seven. That's all of a, a big seven. game. Five and seven. And then they play San Francisco. I'll say they split win. those games though. They split the the the, the Tennessee Baltimore games. Okay, so you have them at six and six now. Mm-hmm. And I'm at five and seven. All right, six, let's say they're six and six. They beat San Francisco. They're seven and six. Okay. Then they go at Jacksonville. That's probably a loss. Jacksonville already beat them at home pretty badly. Okay, fine. Seven All and seven. Right. So they're seven and seven. Then they face the Steelers. Yeah. Okay. And then they face Indy on the road. So that's probably a split. That gives them eight and eight. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Roethlisberger's done by then. All right. So the, even if they even if they win both of those, that's nine and seven. Now Tennessee. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Now uh, they got to jump over Tennessee. Tennessee is already four and three. Can we look at Tennessee's schedule? Because I think it's much easier. Tennessee. Okay, quickly. All right. This week Tennessee hosts Baltimore. I think that's a win. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Then they host Cincy. Mm-hmm. That's another win. They're six and three. Yeah. Then they go to Pittsburgh. That's a loss. So six and four. Okay. Then they uh, play the Colts. That's a win. Seven and four. Mm-hmm. Then they host Houston. We already said that's a win. That's eight and four. Mm-hmm. Then they go at Arizona and at San Francisco. Okay. Those should both be wins. But let's say they only win one of them. Let's say they split them, right? Okay. That's nine and five already. And then they face uh, the Rams at home and Jacksonville at home. Worst case, they're splitting those. That's 10 and six. Yeah. So I just, Tennessee's going to get double digit wins. And so Houston, we said probably going eight and eight. So I don't think Houston's going to make the playoffs. I got news for you. I, I agree that they could win in the playoffs, but I think they got to make it there. And I, don't, I think their schedule is not favorable. So, anyway, sorry, Houston. Next time. Uh, by the way, we don't have to apologize to Houston because they're about to win the World Series. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. They're going to probably win it tomorrow night. Okay. So I have Deshaun Watson at 11. You have him, what did you say, eight? At eight. And at seven, I have Matthew Stafford. All right. Stafford, by the way, has been really bad this year. He has the, what is it, the second most turnovers in the league, I think? Mm hmm. He has, um, yeah, well, no, he has four fumbles. I mean, as always, he throws the most. Like, yeah. he's literally thrown more than anybody but uh, Roethlisberger the same amount and Brady. Rivers has more. Brady has more. Yeah. But uh, he's thrown the ball a lot. Um, Stafford, I have I have him at eight. So I have him around the same spot as you. But he's 23 statistically. So he's sort of like Roethlisberger in that he hasn't been good this year. But what else are you going to do? There's not a lot of guys. So. Not a lot of guys. Uh, he's definitely been worse. Completion percentage is tanked. Only thrown four picks. Yards per attempt way down. Uh, he's got competent receivers. Marvin Jones looks very good yesterday. One of the more underrated guys in the league. Golden Tate. Uh, Tate is back. Yeah. He's got more um, of a running game than he's ever had, which is insane. What do you think about that rumor yesterday, which I don't think will come to fruition, that Calvin Johnson, like, teams are calling about Calvin Johnson? Well, I mean, I don't, cool? I don't doubt that that's the case, but why would the Lions do it? I mean, for an asset. Like, why, you know, the, and Johnson Johnson's never going to play for I mean, him. Johnson openly said he retired because the Lions are so depressing. So. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I assume they spoke to his agent and they said, "Yeah, if you could trade for him, he'll play for you." He'd be a tasty guy to add to just about any team. So, oh my, can you imagine like that? That would be a fun Fab Week if Calvin Johnson's yeah. playing Sunday. <laughs> 150. I mean, it probably wouldn't amount to much. Like the receivers have a steep learning curve. It would take a few weeks to like really learn more than very basic plays. Uh, number six, I have Alex Smith. Uh, obviously, in, ter- in terms of... You've always been the Smith hater, and I've been the Smith lover. Well, I mean, in terms... You know, you, you sort of... You can't put him in number two just because he's been incredible this year, but you can't put him in number 12 because he's been incredible this year. Well, hold on. I have him at number, number 14. So what does that say about me? That's silly. I mean, he's just been so good. So here's the thing. he's He hasn't turned the ball over yet, right? Mm-hmm. He literally has zero turnovers. Now, we, obviously, he hasn't played against Denver tonight, so he's Not sustainable. His yards per attempt are, are, are in Hall of Fame, like, range his completion percentage is in hall of fame range it's 72 yeah. percent and eight he's actually getting sacked a lot he's been sacked 21 times 
Yeah, I, I, like, to me, you say, like, okay, the Chiefs have a lot of speedy guys, and they do, and Hunt and Hill and all these guys are fast, but, like, it's not like you came into the season, and also they lost their number one running back in the preseason, like, it's not like you came into the season thinking, like, oh, man, the Chiefs are stacked, like, he's sort of made these guys look good, and maybe yeah, they're tailored Yeah, but I think someone put it Alex Smith, the yards in the air is almost identical to what it was last year. Uh-huh. So is he playing better, or is it the guys around him who are well, He's also better? completing, like, it, like, many years past, they've just had totally incompetent receivers, and maybe this year yeah. they're competent. But they've had Kelsey the last few years. They had Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill last year. As you yeah. said, they're running get backs. So, you know, I mean, Hunt's playing incredible, but they've had good running backs in the past. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, look, right now he's number one. Right now he's got to be the MVP of the league. Yeah. Could the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Yes. Definitely. If the Chiefs are playing the Patriots in the playoffs, are you really going to pick the Chiefs? Regardless of where that game is? Uh, if the game's in Kansas City, yeah, I would probably pick the Chiefs. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, would you even the pick Patriots game Pittsburgh stop in the playoffs? They just lost Pittsburgh at home already. Yeah. No, listen, Pittsburgh, I had Pittsburgh being the Super Bowl before the year. I think. You're like a healthy Ben. They're going to be very tough out in the playoffs. You just put Roethlisberger down like 21 or something. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. We, I don't you know, know. He, you know who's better than? They're back. He's number one. I have him at number 14. He's to me. He's just that's what he's always been. He's always been between like the 12th and 16th best quarterback in the league. And we're seeing yeah, best. But the, the line has sort of slipped a little bit this year because a couple. Of yeah, but also, hurt. and this is true. This is like what I've said. What I said all last year about Matt Ryan. Guys don't all of a sudden become different guys 10 years into the league. Alex Smith right. is who he thought he was. He's, he's right. having the best version of it, but he's not he's not a better player now. Right. So maybe the weapons around him are better, but he's not he's number fourteen. Maybe I could have him a little bit higher than that. I, I you know, I, I do I get kicked off the Alex Smith fan bandwagon? I guess I do. But uh Carson Wentz I have at number five. All right. Um I had him at twenty two in the preseason. Uh he's the biggest jumper tied with Deshaun Watson. I have him at number six. I just want to put a little halt on this, like everybody has him winning the MVP. I understand, like, the Eagles are 7-1. and one. Well, if Smith ends with the season with zero or one or two interceptions, he's going to win yeah. it. Well, when statistically has not – I mean, he's been good, obviously, but he's been number eight in, in Chester QBR. He's First of all, he's uh, he's had a lot – he's been sacked a lot, and mm-hmm. also he's had, a, he's, he's had a lot of turnovers. He's turned the ball over seven times, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of a concern, you know, between the interceptions. Uh, and the d- uh, in terms of weapons, they don't really have running backs or receivers. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey was supposed to be a Yeah, superstar. no, Jeffrey Jeffrey woke up yesterday for sure. Yeah. But Nelson Aguilar's I, I, been good. Yeah, I, I mean, Aguilar went Ertz from being is, a total Zach bust. Zach Ertz is a top five tight end? Well, or is he made Zach? Like, Zach Ertz wasn't some superstar. Like, he's sort well, but of people have been talking about Zach Ertz for a while. Yeah, uh, the running back situation is a mess. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, he's he has put the team on his back. The defense is obviously good. I think uh, if if they voted today, Smith wins. But once Smith throws a few picks, I think Wentz sort of takes that spot over for Smith. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, Tom Brady's at sixteen to two halfway through the season. Tom Brady could sneak in and win it too. Yeah, or Drew Brees, or Dak Prescott, or Deshaun Watson, or Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, MVP at this point is quarterback only, and and you know, pretty so much. Yeah, any, it's very hard you know, for those seven or eight guys. Have a chance. I mean, like you have to have a, like Adrian Peterson had like uh, you know a crazy. Yeah, if you're season. if you're a running back with runs for two thousand yards, you're in the discussion. Yeah. usually. And you drag a team with, with uh, Christian Ponders or quarterback. Right, right. Playoffs. You take like a bad team at 9-7 and seven to the playoffs yeah. or something. Uh, at number four, I have Matt Ryan. Uh, to me, a lot of these guys are interchangeable. Still in love with Matt Ryan, are you? I mean, he. I, you know what? He was really good yesterday, and the Falcons dropped so many touchdowns. It was crazy. Uh, how many touchdowns did Matt Ryan have this year? Uh, he has only nine touchdowns. He literally... I. He, he, how many, turn, how many he turnovers put, does he, he have? He has six picks. I don't have fumbles. fumbles. He has nine. He, he, he nine. put... He, that's a one-to-one ratio. That's not good, Bob. So many passes in receivers' hands yesterday, other than Julio, and every single one of them got dropped. It was frightening. So now you're going to say that Matt, with all these quarterbacks we talked about, that Matt Ryan doesn't have weapons around him? Really? No, he does, but I'm just saying, like, okay, you so have to watch the game sometimes. Yeah. Ryan was great yesterday, Listen, and they can all be I, Adam you had guys Thielen. wide open in the end zone dropping passes. You know Adam Thielen has never had a drop, which is kind of insane? <laughs> 
I, the official drop stat it, to me is pretty shady because sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, he's got two drops." I'm like, "No, it was actually seven. I like yeah, they're I very know. stingy with giving out the drops. Maybe, but so I bet I bet Thielen's dropped a pass in his life. Yeah, at some point. Uh, so Ryan of four, not nothing too interesting to say about him. Uh, can that team win the Super Bowl this year? No. Well, there is something interesting to say about him, which is that you know, again, for the first nine years of his career, he was about the eighth or ninth or tenth or eleventh or twelfth best quarterback in the league, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden he put up an MVP number in year nine or year ten, whatever it was last year. And uh-huh. this year he's regressing. He's number 16 statistically right now. I have him five, sort of like you, just by default because there's nobody else out there. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason to think that Matt Ryan is an elite quarterback. It was one year. He did it for one year. Okay. And well, I mean, depends on your d- d- definition of elite because like, even the eighth or ninth best guy might be an elite quarterback. Well, again, when you have a one-to-one turnover to touchdown ratio, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, uh, let, let's see what Matt Ryan does there. All right, hey, number look, three. Last year, hold on. Last uh, yeah. year Matt Ryan had – what did he have? He had – Last year he had 38 touchdowns and nine turnovers. Mm-hmm. So he, right now he's at nine to nine. Last year he was at 38 to nine. Not ideal. So maybe he maybe he goes 29 and 0 the second half of the season, and then he'll uh, win another MVP. Mohamed Sanu is one of these guys who, like, if you ask them earnestly, thinks he's like the fourth best player in the NFL. Like he carries himself as if like he's a superstar and has no idea he's like kind of Sean Kaiser or Martavis Bryant. Uh, yeah, Martavis <laughs> Bryant like the worst day of all time yesterday. Yeah, like oh they'll be crawl, you know crawling back to me now. It's like oh we probably can't even trade you. Like nobody's even going to want you now. Uh, and number three, I have Russell Wilson. Obviously Brady's one, so the the, the you know Breeze is two, and and Wilson's three. Where do you, are those your top three also? Yeah, but I have the order a little bit different. I have Breeze three, Russell Wilson two. I mean, talk about a guy with no weapons. Right, so you just flipped up the two and the three. Yeah, Russell Wilson is running for his life at all times. Yeah, running for his life has has waiver wire caliber running backs. You know, it, it, like they have about eight of them, but they're, they're yeah, all. But, but they cut these guys every year who do well elsewhere. So maybe they just don't know how to you know find running uh, other than I or guess, or run block possibly. Well, no, their offensive line is complete garbage for sure. Yeah, and Russell Wilson has two thousand yards. I do wonder if they could make the trade for the Texans. Wins. Like, even though the Texans lost yesterday. And they're mad with Brown, and probably the team is upset with Brown, and the owner's upset because he dissed him uh, about the about the anthem stuff. I you know I wonder if they could swing a trade for 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 Brown, who they were talking about yesterday. Clearly, they're not going to give up Graham after a two touchdown game, and and Peter King said that Graham is Wilson's best friend. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think that uh, you know I mean, they wish they could undo that trade in the first place with the Saints, right? Yeah, well, I don't know how how Unger has played. I haven't really tracked him, but certainly he's been a disappointment. And yesterday was his best day as as a Seahawk. He's still only at forty yeah. yards, but I mean, Russell Wilson just had a really down year last year, especially after the year before, where in October, November, he had like the best five game run. They're such an unconventional team because they're like a great team that can't block at all. You know, we'll, we've seen it with with the Patriots, like you know, a couple years ago, the year the Broncos won the Super Bowl, they just had nobody left on their offensive line, so they, you know, Brady was just getting walloped every single play. But in all other assets, they were kind of a good team, but they, you know, they just couldn't breathe with Miller and Ware, uh, you know, just destroying him every play. And that's really what Wilson is, but he's the running quarterback version of it like to you know the the way the texans were scoring at will for wilson to win a shootout and to move down the field effortlessly in a minute and like leave plenty of time on the clock even like that you yeah. know to, you have to be incredibly impressed what and, quarterback, and, you know, he's at, other than Tom he's, brady what quarterback would you trust more right now with the game on the line yeah i mean if you gave him like a real team yeah swap him and drew Brees. by the way yeah it's it's uh yeah so I, no yeah indoors with with michael thomas and all those guys and and actually good running backs Ingram all of a sudden decided to be good and Kamara's really good like I you know Breeze has been great uh, 
we, I, I had written off the Saints four years ago, but somehow, I don't know how, I don't know who's leading this charge, but their defense has gone from being historically bad to above average. Yeah. <laughs> with for no, it's I haven't really bad heard the first like a good weeks. reason why. It was sort of a midseason yeah. turnaround, which is impressive. I mean, I started their defense in a fantasy league this yeah. week, and like it did well. Yeah. Like, that you know they would usually be not owned in our twenty. Let's talk about fantasy like, for a second. So Drew Brees, as a fantasy owner of his, I can say he's been frustrating because he's not getting the touchdowns. No touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, but but his advanced stats, so he's number two in Chester QBR right now. He's completing 71% of his passes, mm-hmm. which is second only to Alex Smith, and he's throwing the ball down the field. And he's also, you know, he, they traded away their number one receiver in the offseason, Brandon Cooks. Willie Sneed, their number two receiver last year, has missed basically the whole year. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy who's he's really creating weapons out of nowhere. Um, he's been sacked less than any quarterback in the league who's played the whole year. Which is impressive for a guy who's his age that you know he's avoiding pressure, he's avoiding getting hit. Well, he gets he gets rid of the ball so quickly, yeah. Breeze. But that's a real that's a weapon and that's a skill and that's what makes you be a thirty nine year. Yeah, well, listen, the guys who stick around for fifteen years and never miss games, that's what they do. Yeah, but Brady's been sacked three times as much. Brady's been sacked twenty one times. Breeze has been sacked seven times. Well, Brady's line that can't even hold for like the two seconds he needs yeah. to hold. Well, that's a real difference. So I mean, Breeze, you know, you, the Breeze has been good the whole time, even when the Saints have snuck around him. Yeah, but now their defense has improved a little bit. Seven sacks is amazing for a guy who can't yeah. really run anymore. Seven it's sacks really is unbelievable. Good. I'm looking up. Mariota's been sacked five times, but he didn't play the whole season, obviously. And Keenum has been... Keenum. Stafford's been sacked 25 yeah. times. Yeah, but the sack stats for guys who can run are, are, are yeah. a Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Brissett's been sacked 28 Brissett times. Brissett hasn't even played the whole season, and he's Yeah, but that was, yeah. I mean, that was the one game where he was sacked, what, 10 times or 12 times or something absurd. Yeah, and Derek Carr also gets rid of the ball in like a split second, and he's also at nine sacks. Yeah, which is well, yeah, but not, yeah, but nine, you know, that's what Breeze, Breeze is at seven, so that's even better. So, yeah, and like we said, Brady, sixteen touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, doing everything right. Uh, second in yards per attempt. Uh, it's uh, like third or fourth in in uh, completion percentage. He could win another MVP. Like the team stinks, but it's yeah. not because of him. Brady, you know, it's funny because it's bad for him. He, he's only fifth right now in my in my stats, and that's part, part of that's because he's lost two fumbles also, so he has four turnovers. Which you know, sixteen uh-huh. to four is not a bad ratio. But last year, last year was at twenty to two. So, also they have a healthy Gronk right now. There's no way that lasts because it yeah. never lasts. Um, you know, but but he's you know he's. It's funny because everybody thought, oh, what's wrong with the Patriots? But they're six and two. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, depressing. Uh, your team is. I mean, it's a pretty competent team that he you know he he carved up yesterday. He hasn't really like had a bad yeah. game. Yeah, it's he's, yeah. New England's problem is not Tom Brady. It's uh, it's their defense. Alright, and their morality and their ethics and their ability to follow the rules and all that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, of course. Uh, are we discussing week eight at all or week seven or what are we doing? Uh let's no, we'll we'll post our picks in the uh in the Facebook group for, for week eight. Next uh, are we guessing the lines or no? No, I'm not guessing the lines. I've already seen okay. a few lines. Update last week in picking the games, we tied again because um, you had Houston winning in Seattle. I had Detroit winning at home against Pittsburgh. So we split that. Uh, so for weeks now, it's three to three with two ties. But uh, overall, you're two games ahead of me. But we're going to pick those in the group, you said. Yeah. Well, All right. So is this episode uh, over? I think so. Unless you have something it. really exciting to tell me. All right. Hell, I wanted to talk about Big Mouth, but you want to save that, you said. Oh, yeah. We're not. I mean, I can't see. I haven't seen it. So I don't know. I don't know why we're uh, we would talk about it. I got nothing to say and you just spoil it for me. Uh, if people want to see us, I think by the the, the uh, next week we're doing a live podcast. Not me and you, but Rob and, my, and myself uh, on Tuesday night. Maybe you and I will do a podcast before or after somewhere. Yeah, I don't we know. might be Someone doing a live podcast in the same place. Or Yeah, well, I don't know if we have time after. I'm not sure we're going to have time before. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe we'll just do it on the street. Someone invite us to their house and we'll do it there afterwards in the city somewhere. All right, so there's a chance. If you come to the Seinfeld live podcast, there's a chance that there will be a 32 fans live podcast that you can witness as well. On the same day. Yeah, there is a chance. Yeah. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Do you want to All advertise right. this event for people? or? I, I no. guess anybody who listens well, to this. Well, advertise what event? Your, your, your Seinfeld podcast. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like the venue is not official as we speak. Well, that's kind it's of a problem. It's less than a week away. <laughs> well, what do you? It's right, not less po- than a week. You will post it in the days. Facebook group once it's official, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Listen, anyone who wants to be there will figure out how to be there. Yeah. All right. Uh, come see Keith and Chester fine in person. All righty. All right. Uh, keep it real. Bye. Bye. Audio Tree Live. We're in the studio with Julian Baker. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.